Look, my bitch is all bad, my niggas all real. I ride in dick and some big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills. Run out, flip like 10 car wheels. Cold ass bitch, I give Ross chills. Send different looks and my lips all kills. I kiss him in the mouth, I feel all grills. Heat in the car, that's wheels on wheels. Woo! I was born a flex. Yes. Diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets, I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money. All I really wanna see is that. Money. I don't really need to be any dumb. All a bad bitch need is I got bands in the coop, bustin' out the roof. I got bands in the coop, touch me, I'll shoot. Shake a little ass, you get a little bag and take it to the store. Get a little cash, you shake it real fast, you get a little more. I got bands in the coop, bustin' out the roof. I got bands in the coop. Okay, so this is episode one, episode one of Maybe We're Broke. So basically you clicked this because you thought we was cute. I hope that's the real reason that you thought we was cute. But welcome (laughs) to episode one, you know, the first one. Hopefully of many. You know what I'm putting it out there. Of many. Speaking My of name is things. Lex, also known as you know. More to be said. Mm, I don't really have any other AKAs, but that's all I got. My name is Hoya. <laughs> <laughs> Hoya what, girl? Hoya Loren. Mm, okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. So first we wanted to, you know, like introduce ourselves a little bit, kind of let you know what we were thinking and why we're called, you know, maybe we're broke. Um, It's basically like a play on words um, because we're supposed to be in this society, you know, because we both graduated from college. We're supposed to be in this corporate life, but like we don't always fit. So, you know, maybe we're broke or we might just be out here grinding with businesses and we might also still be broke. Very true. And then you had a quote, right, Brie? Oh, sorry, Hoya. I'm not calling her that. Her name is Brie. (laughs) I can't stand her. All right. Yes. The theme of this episode is great things never come from comfort zones. So, you know, we just wanted to step out of our comfort zone and present you all with our thoughts and ideas um, since we know y'all will be interested in them anyway. Because we lit for real. We lit. In real life. Big facts. Big facts. (laughs) So what's up? What's been up with you, Hoya? We're going to try this, Hoya, because I know you said you was like, you know, newly single. I'm oldly single, which means she is not oldly single. OK, she had we're, we're, I'm not even going to touch on her because she makes me mad. I am oldly she... single. I've been single for like a year and some change. I mean, there was a little dibble and dabble. And if you see me with somebody, you already know it's a little dibble and dabble. Yeah. But I am single, single. <laughs> but you tell me how you feel over there talking about I'm newly single. <laughs> no, I am newly single. I'm in that stage where, you know, it feels good. It feels good to be single and just to have your own space for once, especially when you're like us. Facts. And we're lit for real. And we went to college. Big we're facts. smart. We have a good head on our shoulders. But we also used to live in the hood too. So we want like there's balance. It's all about yes. balance. Yes. And a lot of times when I look for a dude, like I want that roughness in him. But we want thugs. Yes. But at the same time, I want him to be on my left. It's just 
it's just hard to. It's a definite weird space to be in very. because you be like, I want a thug, but like I want a romantic thug, and like right. it's like they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they exist sometimes. Y'all who have them, y'all lucky. Cause I, I'm, I want one. Okay, bag them, grab them, split up. Yes. So yeah, that's the space I'm in. Just focusing on myself, focusing on positive energy. Yeah, we want to definitely be positive energy. No more negative vibes. Moving forward, working towards things that we want, not getting stifled by situations. Period. Period. Poo. <laughs> So I want to start off with like our first topic. Um, Brianna does this stuff where she looks up stuff. I don't. I'm just here for the funny. <laughs> um, so she's going to read because, you know, I don't do that. So I just give the points. Talking points. <laughs> All right. So there's this really interesting story. So on August 7th, a doctor in South Korea performed an abortion by mistake on a six-week pregnant patient. Okay, the patient came into the doctor's office to have a nutritional shot, you know, because she's pregnant. She wants to make sure she's getting everything she needs. And instead of injecting her with the nutritional shot, the nurse did not look at her papers to confirm her identity or why she was there. And she injected her with anesthesia. This is in Korea, right? In Korea. And mind you, abortions are currently illegal in South Korea. Okay, so the nurse injects the anesthesia into the six six week pregnant patient. The doctor comes in, doesn't um, confirm the patient's identity as well, and he performs the damn abortion. But if you think about it, like if you go to a doctor's office, they kind of at least say, "Hey, like your name." Like they would be like, "Hey, right. lawyer." Did they not do that? At they all? didn't do that at all. Okay, and so the woman woke up. She had no idea the procedure took place. So, yeah, there's like a current investigation going on and they're going to face some serious charges because, first of all, abortions are illegal in South Korea. So why were they second just of giving all, Oh, no. Right. But see, it was probably a really shady operation. She probably wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. In the first place. Because if it's illegal, why, are you, why do you have all the tools and everything that you need? Like... The fact that abortion is illegal in any place, like the United States included, is ridiculous. And especially when men decide this. Like, I don't understand how a men, a men, a man can decide, oh no, she don't need to have a she needs to have this baby. It's her fault. Like, yeah, that is crazy. Even in the United States, they're basically saying that there's no extreme cases. Even if you were raped, you're still, you still need to have a baby. That doesn't make sense. Like, right. How do you know that I wasn't molested? How do you know that I can't afford this child? Like, there's so many different aspects that contribute into somebody deciding to have an abortion. It's not just so, oh, I don't want a baby anymore. And we all hear that, oh, if you lay down, you got to take care of it. No, because at the end of the day, men can get up and go as they please. That's true. And they very much so do. And I just think it's interesting because just because y'all making abortions illegal and making us have these babies. Just because a baby is born into this world does not mean it's saving its life. You know, a baby could be born into a homeless life. A baby could be born with AIDS or with HIV or just in foster care is getting molested and all types of different stuff. So you're telling me that if a woman knows she's not able to take care of her child, it's better for her just to pop the baby out instead of just doing what she wants to do. Isn't Which that? is ridiculous. Yes, it really is. And the fact that 
we're so far from Roe versus Wade and we're going back to this conversation when it's already been talked about so many times that a woman should have a right to choose whatever she wants to do with her body. Men don't go through nine months, 10, 10 months of pregnancy. Yes. They don't have their lives literally change. They can be supportive. And that's if they feel like it, because honestly, that that's another issue and topic of their own. We're not going to talk about that today, right. but they don't have the responsibilities that women have, even though they don't have to keep the child, they can give it up for adoption. They still have to carry the child. Like what about having gestational diabetes, high blood pressure, preeclampsia, all those things that can go wrong when you're pregnant, carrying right. a child. Men don't feel those things. And for men to be deciding, oh, this should be, because there are men lawmakers who decide that this is the issue and we need to stop this. I don't understand. You don't, you don't ride this shit, bro. <laughs> you need to but you know what's interesting that this stuff has always been a problem but it seems weird that they chose this this day and age this year to just make abortions illegal but like after looking into stuff you'll see that pretty soon minorities are going to be the majority right and most of the women population that control. get abortions are white women well so that's true for everything Okay, so I'm just going to do this little insert because we got a little bit carried away and we did not get to finish developing this idea. So I just want y'all to follow along with us and not get lost. So I'm going to add this in. So to continue with what we were saying, right now, whites are in the majority in America. So that means that white women get the most abortions, um, which they do. It's a fact. And as you know, it is said that pretty soon the minorities in America will soon be the majorities just because of the rates that we reproduce and bring in these little babies of color. And um, so, of course, with that, the white women getting abortions plays a factor into that, because if they're getting abortions, they're killing their white babies, not letting the white babies be born into the world. Meanwhile, many minority babies are being born. So the government knows this. They're not stupid. Lawmakers know this. And so that's why all of a sudden in 2018, 2019, all of a sudden abortions are becoming illegal in places and not easily accessible because they want to force these white women to have these white babies so that America will not be, well, eventually it will be, but to slow down the fact that Pretty soon, America will not be seen as a majority white nation. Okay, now back to the regularly scheduled podcast. Very true. Because at the end of the day, um, we are a minority. So we can't be the most of anything. Exactly. We can have higher percentages, but we can't be the most of anything. Like. Right. African-Americans, I believe they make up 16% of the population. I want to say 16. It's either 16 or 24. Don't quote me. You know, I ain't a stats person. But, and the fastest growing is Latino. So, they're going to surpass us at this rate. Because you know they be having babies. Right. Shout out to y'all because y'all have big families. <laughs> um, But... For us, for them to constantly say, oh, African-Americans do this, African-Americans do that, that's incorrect information because if y'all wasn't doing it, we wouldn't have it at all. Let's be very clear. That's true about anything. 
Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just crazy that they're using that as a tool to slow down. <laughs> Brianna just. Uh, I know. I spaced up. out for a second. She's spaced out. I don't know why she's spaced out, but. No, that's because my ex, I just told you about, just texted me, talking about some babe. Like, what? Oh, uh, no. Oh, uh, no. We're he not doing that. I, I just, I just had was... a whole little mental argument in my head. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I hate those texts. Don't Yo, send me no babe. It's about to, you about that to ask me, me for something. You about to do the most or something. And then you be wanting to not respond, but you want to see what they want so you can cuss them out because you want to know that you was right, that they was on some <laughs> dumb stuff and text you. Right. I know. That's why I be responding. I got to stop. Honey. I got to stop. But we gonna say goo. I got that from um another podcast. Um, she says say goo, and I can't think of her name, but I thought it was cute. So we're gonna segue into um another topic. How about you know six nine out here snitching on folks? Snitching, snitching. He's snitching, snitching. Like those memes that they had of bro, where he no. was just like um. Tommy killed Angela Valdez. Like, <laughs> bro, he was telling stuff that didn't have nothing to do. He was just name dropping. For real. He was just putting people in it. But the thing about it is, at the end of the day, like, he was never no gangster. He was never no gang member. He fronted the bill and wanted security. And I don't understand why they trusted with anything more than fronting the bill and being security. Like, he was a child and he's trying to get his little foot in, trying to be out here and i don't understand why they even trusted him with anything any real pertinent information right because he only joined the gang joined the gang in 2017 which was just a year before he got arrested and he was never really doing no dirty work as you were saying like he just bought his way into the gang for street credit because i know y'all seen that picture of him in that little black shirt looking like (laughs) He was on High School Musical himself yes, in the hallways. Yes. And now he's a gangster. Yes. Doing real serious stuff like racketeering, actually killing people, sending people to beat up certain people. Like, come on, you're not Name about that driving. Life. I'm pulling a Cardi B just like she was like, who's that, sis? Right. <laughs> he want to be putting people's name in there. She said, who's that? I don't right. even know who that is. He was just messy. And then I do have a question. So do you feel like now with the new generation do you think that he's gonna be just okay like he's gonna be able to come home and be an artist or because you know like old school way snitches get stitches and he should be dealt with which way do you think it's gonna play out i really think it could go either way i think for him just like j cole is my favorite rapper so well i lied because little wayne's my number one favorite j cole's number two but like when he came out with that it don't matter old wayne Old Wayne will always be the king. Okay, but I'm going to need him to bring Old Wayne back. Because this little (laughs) new three dreads having in his head. Come on. Well, (laughs) anyway, as J. Cole said, a lot of these rappers nowadays are just riding trends. Right. So after everybody's over this little colorful hair stage, tatting their face stage. Because he can't go to witness protection. Right. With all them six nines. Right. You're not going to be important no more. So I feel like. When he comes home, even if he didn't get locked up, he would have gotten tired and old after the end of next year. The end of next year, I feel like nobody would be paying attention to him. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like he only got popular because he was with 
the bloods. Like right. in his first video, because I remember because that ex that's you know around, he used to laugh at that video for days, and it literally <laughs> was just them standing on a stoop. Betty. And it used to be them standing on the stoop with red legs and this little colorful head little right. boy running around. And right. I really feel like he's going to make music. He's going to reinvent himself. He's going to get him a publicist. He's going to get him some security. And right. he's going to be okay. Because for real, for real, y'all be fake acting like y'all gangsters. And don't nobody get stitches, snitches, none of that. Nah, people in Harrisburg be... Friends. Let me not speak on that. Let me no, not. No, they be in Harrisburg. Because <laughs> I'm not in the street life at all. Being buddy-buddy with people. At first, they gave 6 9 47 to life. And now I think he got 20-something. But I kind of feel empathetic to him because... I know. I feel a little bit empathetic She's to him nice because show. everybody in his gang... Even though you signed up for the gang life, you signed up not to snitch. But everybody in his I gang don't even feel like he got jumped turned in. on him. He didn't get jumped in. Exactly. In. But everybody turned on him. His manager, Shadi, turned on him. I would have turned was, on him too. They was um trying to get his mom beat up and trying to do all different stuff. Like his bodyguard turned on him, kidnapped six nine, threatened his life, robbed him, all that. And then after that, that's when he denounced the gang and fired everybody. But then shortly after that, he went to jail. So I don't know. I kind of feel empathetic to him. She's nice. You signed up for it. You know what you were signing up for. That's true, but I feel like in a gang, you're supposed to be loyal. Whether you get jumped in or not, if you let me be in, you're supposed to be loyal. Right, but you still not about that life, and now you snitching. You, he did, so he, he, did, he not loyal. He's he he not loyal snitched. at all. He should have took his time and bit. Well, <laughs> right. I understand that he was a young boy, because I think he was like 18, 19, or maybe 20, and I understand that was a lot to... But you got money, money. Like You could have right. got a bomb lawyer. And fight right. and for all that, but that's so true. You could like you like could have got a, one of the. Well, I don't know how much money he had. He might own. And rappers that. probably would have chipped in if he would have never snitched. Nicky right? Because people was rent. fooling with you. People was really rocking with you because I will honestly say your little album was a bop. Yes, your little album was a bop, bro. Like yes. it was a little mm 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 mm. <laughs> like it was a bop. And but you you had support, but you wanted to go the punk route, and now you got all these kids and baby moms out here. Even when you were out here, you were clown. Like, you were a clown. You were up here chasing, trying to be a troll, chasing people, popping up, talking about I'm in your city. Like, you was right, never I built like that. that at all. Right. He just wanted that image. That's interesting. He really, really wanted that image. But it was not worth it. At all. Pray for Takashi. They want him to rot. <laughs> <laughs> that was petty. Yeah. That was, that was definitely petty. Um... What else we got? Want to talk about the Emmys? Yes, let's talk about them. Things. That foo foo stuff. That's another white people thing. <laughs> but we 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 gonna talk. We gonna talk about it. Yes, right? we gonna talk about it. Cause I don't be knowing who nobody is. For real. I don't be knowing nobody's name for real. Neither. That's the thing with black people. Like we don't know any. We only know our people. Ex- cause cause white. People I'm rooting for everything be- black. Yes, I'm rooting for everything black. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Nothing against the whites, but y'all have a different the humor. <laughs> have a different the humor whites. and have a different enjoyment. So we're gonna talk about how Miss Beyonce knows got Beyonce snubbed. Giselle no Carter. Yes. Okay. Got snubbed at the Emmys this year. She had six nominations, right? Yep. She was nominated for six different categories for her Coachella performance. She was nominated for Best Variety Show, 
Which she, I feel like she should have won. Yes, she got beat out by a car karaoke episode um, of James Corden featuring some Paul white McCartney. People. Some white people. Right. How did but that- car karaoke is lit. I ain't going to hold you. They be right. having- It is Migos lit. was on there. It Cardi is B. lit. It is lit. But how did one episode beat out her two-hour Coachella performance? Don't know how that is, but That's I, crazy. I do like car karaoke. Yeah, it, I didn't see that, but yes. Not, I didn't and see that, that episode. It was white people. Right. I only like the black people episodes. Yes. Two, the second one she was nominated for was Best Costumes for Variety. She got beat out by RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, she only had hoodies on. No. I mean, her well, outfit personally, she had hoodies on. And then at she, the end, when she was walking down the runway, she had Olivier. What's his name? The one he, what name brand? Olivier something. And Balmain designed her robe and her he, yeah, the crown. Balmain, that was yes, the, everything she first was came handmade in. for everybody was handmade. Even though she did just have a hoodie on, the end where she had all the designer, designer stuff. It was definitely way better than the RuPaul's tacky. And it was way wearing. more people because she had. Costumes for each individual each section. Person. Like, if you ever been in band, which I was, shout out to you. Sh- you had the clarinet. Yes, I played. Yes. The cl- and I played the French horn. Yes, she, she needs to put all my accolades out there because <laughs> I played the French horn in eleventh grade. No, that takes a lot of breath. Huh, let me talk about it. Talk about it. And I was hefty. <laughs> so okay, but I was on there living my best life. No. But yeah, like. She really did like being going to a all black high school because my high school was black. Um, we re- we replicated HBCUs and that's what she did. She really made a real life homecoming show, like something for right. us. And I, white people liked it, but they didn't understand it. They probably. just wanted to be down. Right. What you mean? It's a good show. Coachella is for white people. That's true. So. Mm. I'm just saying, she should have won. And RuPaul Drag Race, you know, he part- they be tacky. He tacky, but he don't. He ain't, he ain't everybody black. He don't be having no black people on right. the show. That's true. He don't be. He not team power for the people. Yeah. Like um, Billy Porter, who was the first openly gay man to win Best Actor in a Drama Series for Pose. And um, Pose, if you don't know Pose, it's, it's a show based around um, gays show. and trans. Yes. Trans. I don't want to be. You know what? That irritates me too because the little LGBTQ plus, because we're adding a plus now, Um, I want to normalize it. Like, I don't. I The thing about it is, I feel like we're at a point where we're trying to over make it so. Like, I, I thought the goal was to make it normal. Because, me personally, how I feel is I don't care about what you do. Or who you do it with, or what you identify as. If you say you're a her, and you're a her, okay, her. We're gonna use her pronouns. It's really that simple. And sometimes I feel like we don't always. I think we build too much on words or what people are saying. Like I definitely feel like they should be respected. Cool, but we don't have straight pride. We don't have a whole month for straight pride. We we don't. We don't have those type of things because, once again, it's none of anyone's business who you choose to sleep. But I do like the show Pose. And I think it does give you insight on what a lot of trans people do go through, especially because it's based in, like, the 80s. And then it comes around into the 90s. And it talks about how the AIDS epidemic affects them directly. Um, I think it is really good because it starts the conversation, especially because, like, there's a lot of stuff going around right now about trans people. Um, being as though 
like the whole bathroom situation and well this should be this way and that should be that way and what you call them and when I was listening to something else people who are trans actually say that there's different ways you can approach them depending on who they are because they some people don't like the word tranny some people are empowered by that word some people don't like transgender or some people just say that they're just who they are so like I think that we should just normalize it. Like, we don't talk about... I don't talk about I'm a girl. Like, it should just be like, whatever you identify as is what you identify as. I think that we are making something so much bigger. Like, once we got past the rights part, we should be able to normalize it. Kind of like we should be able to normalize being black, but we still waiting for that. But that's just my take on it. I definitely thought Pose deserved to win. He is amazing in that um character i thought it was like a good type vibe for him um but like i said i'm rooting for everybody black whether you're gay or you're not just like ava should have won too but we know yes she should have won and did you see Corey's outfit he did not come to play with y'all Corey, <laughs> like, why they let him go out with Corey, that? we just gonna let you be great because he be showing up to all the shows looking like that but he's fine fine fine, fine. he's fine, a fine little fine. man imagine if he was like six six foot or something with that skin tone and just and the his eyes. eyes he would be fine, fine. His jawbone. His jaw, what do you call that? Jawline, cheekbone. His, yes, his jawline. Is, he is just fine. He is, especially at the end of When They See Us and they show the like real version. Yo, I said, oh, who is that man? I had to pause it for a second. Who is that man? But um, yes. Jarrell Jerome did win Outstanding Lead Actor um, in a limited series for that, but Ava DuVernay didn't want anything for When They See Us, which I feel like, once again, it's one of those situations where we were getting snubbed because, you know, we little brown people. And I feel like Ava DuVernay, she proves herself time and time again. She puts out quality work because yeah. it had nothing to do with like, okay, yeah, this is how we're portrayed in the media, but she went extra steps, like making sure that we knew that the president was involved. Y'all president. Cause I don't claim him. I'm right. out here. I'm out here. Orphan. Kanye's president. Yeah. Con- <laughs> Yeezy. Okay. That he was involved in what he said and how he felt about the whole situation. Like why these are children. Like it should have never been that situation or that deep. Like, I just don't feel like that. But she did an amazing, amazing job. Um, I've listened to the actual Exonerated Five speak, and they talk so highly of her. And they say that she told the story amazingly. And that's so hard, especially when you have five different people. And she made sure you felt all of them, all their stories, all the things that they were going through. And I just feel like... If we want to not give awards to people who deserve them, because we've been doing that a lot lately, not just in TV, it's just in movies and music. Like we're just giving stuff to people just be based off of, oh, that was great. Mm. But people who are really telling real life stories and doing real life things aren't getting the accolades that they deserve. Amen. Say that. That's how I felt when. <laughs> I'm waiting for her to say it. I have to I say it. I know she's about to say Yo, it. No, that is how I felt when. Go ahead and what, say it. Don't, don't, talk, it. don't talk about my girl. Don't talk about my Cardi girl. Cardi B won don't. album of the year for Grammy. Which I love. I love Cardi B, but she doesn't write her music. You don't know she be on there she, as a writer. She admitted that Partisan is her writer, 
She said, ghost writer, wet writer, whatever you want to call it. I don't give a fuck. I'm making money. I'm here to make money. And I don't care about being lyrical. I never cared. I'm here to get a check. I want to do what makes me she's money. She's being herself, though. That's, that what makes, that's what sells her. But she it's didn't her write it. Unapologetically herself. But she didn't write it. But who's so out did better be, than hers? I mean, it don't matter if you didn't write it. Who album did... Whose album did better than hers? Uh, because I just got a Grammy too. He did, but I still everybody think on that's that project. I don't think that's fair. I guess because all my favorite writers write their own stuff. So all your I mean, all my favorite rappers write their own stuff. J Cole doesn't put himself in the Grammys. He don't. He, I didn't say nothing about that. I'm no, just I'm, saying, just, I'm, I'm used to people that write their own stuff. So I feel like it's not fair when you don't and you're still getting recognized for it. Like I would have rather somebody who put their blood, sweat, and tears into their stuff to win a Grammy. But like, what entails album of the year? Does it only have to do with being lyrical? Because you can look at somebody like Rhapsody, who is lyrical as crap, but her album's not a bop. Not to say that Wasn't she's not a great rap, rap album of the year. So I think in that, I mean, I guess the two old white men that are in charge of the Grammys, I guess they're not. They don't care who writes their stuff. But I think that's a big part but of the rap culture. What if it's just based culture. off of impact? Because if if it was, that would have been nice, but it wasn't. It's rap album of the year, meaning rap is the genre, and it's album of the year. So who impacted? Music? I feel like they should. I just mean, be it could have been other that. people because you know I might just be a little biased. Because Nipsey you know, was in that same category, right? And his his victory it, lap was definitely dope. Dope. Yeah, Nipsey's album, but was he dope. didn't start getting the recognition he deserved until he passed away. Until he passed away, that's and how people, people are like, clout chasers. Right. Who else was in that? Um, I don't even remember, but I just remember that was crazy. Yeah, and that's how I felt, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I got some announcements, you know, some church announcements, you know. Um, we just want to shout out a couple things that are happening in the Harrisburg area. Harrisburg Happenings. Brie came up with that name. Y'all <laughs> let us know if y'all like that. Harrisburg Happenings. But I do want to shout out Day Service. Day Service is October 12th. The first one looks super lit. I was mad because I missed it and I was at work, but I'm going to be at the one on October 12th. It's at Bridges Social Club. It's from 4 to, I guess, 9 p.m. Um, they're having a service hour, which is like happy hour from four to six where they have drink specials. All I seen was $20 pictures of mimosas. That's all Ooh. I'm really concerned about. Yes, God. Um, and they're also doing a live podcast, a real reckless conversation. They are also a Harrisburg based podcast, <laughs> hometown, <laughs> hometown support. Um, so make sure y'all get y'all tickets. They are having like pre-sale tickets. I believe, you know, Eventbrite, but you know, black people ain't never early for nothing but you know support the people um the people who are putting it together they're cool i went to college with most of them i went to high school with them they good guys let's let's definitely say that so make sure y'all support we got some stuff yes cool, okay yeah. so <laughs> all right so another um organization that's been making a lot of moves in harrisburg and doing things for the greater good of the city has been capital rebirth you've probably seen their name around um, I actually have a friend who's really involved with them. Shout out to Madeline. Okay, Shout out to Maddie. Yes. All right. So this is an organization committed 
um, to uplifting and unifying Central Pennsylvania by providing community-oriented events and programs for the youth. Um, so they really dedicated themselves to reviving recreation in the city and the surrounding areas. Um, like they did really cool things over the summer. Like I know there was like a, a art camp that they would do like every week um, at some of the parks in the city. So it's really nice. But um, coming up on October 5th, they have a families fighting against families fighting breast cancer together and anti-bullying superhero hero day. And that's October 5th at the City Island Skyline Sports Complex from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, so I believe it's going to be an event, once again, geared towards the youth. Um, if you want to, you can volunteer to be a superhero, um, help out, just come out, go out and have fun and support an organization that's doing positive things for the Berg. So, like, as you can see, we want to make sure that we're spotlighting um, different businesses, different functioning, functionings, wow, functions. <laughs> we know English. That are going <laughs> through Harrisburg, of course, because we want to support. Um, we also want to do business spotlights. So, make sure you let us know. Tell us what you want us to say. You know, give us a little snippet. But, of course, we're going to end the podcast with our businesses. Um, yes. I own the workshop. Uh, so basically I make custom distressed denim shorts, jeans. I'm not making those right now, but I also have t-shirts and our fall winter line should be dropping very soon. I'm just a perfectionist and getting inventory together for you guys, you know, cause it is for the fat girls. I mean, sorry if you're like skinny, I don't really know. Tell you, we got you, we got, <laughs> we got you with some t-shirts, but I don't have you with. Uh, no actual clothes. Um, and But I got you. I got y'all. It's coming. And Bree's going to tell you all about what she does. Yes. First of all, I want to back it up and what emphasize the part that she hand makes all of her distressed jeans. It's not no, she buys them like that. Da, 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 da. No, she actually sits there and hand makes your jeans. Every stitch and everything is made with love. And they're really dope. I have a pair that I bought a little bit too small as some motivation for my butt to lose weight. But yeah, they're dope. And I can't wait to fit them by next summer. Facts. Yes. All right. So. Um, she my talk that shit about herself. <laughs> All right. So I own the Hoya Collection. And um, I've been doing hair since college, selling hair since college, since 2014. Big facts. I bought hair in 2014. Yes. Yep. Um, so when I started selling hair since I was in college, I wanted to find some really good quality hair that was still affordable. So all of my college students could afford it. Single moms, you know, just or just if you want to be on a budget. So I sell quality bundles that are affordable. Um, I So I do anything along the lines of making wigs, doing sew-ins, closures, frontals. Um, I also, one of my favorite things to do right now are faux locks. Um, She's the best in the city. That's stamped. <laughs> Oh man. She's not so, gonna say it is. I'm She's not, not gonna say it, I'm but not. I am. <laughs> so yes, um, also dabble in microblading. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of different stuff. You can check out my Instagram at the.hoya.collection. 
um, and check me out and and um, give Lexus me style Instagram. Oh yeah, let me back that up. My style seat. If you would like to book me, book her is styleseat.com slash hoya h o y a. So yeah, you can go on there, check out my work, book What's me if you choose to do so. Oh yes, my Facebook is Hoya Loren. Um, H-O-Y-A-L-A-R-E-I-N-E. And um, a lot of people ask me what the Loren is for. I'm like a French fanatic. My minor in college was French. So Loren actually means the queen in French. So I just made it one word. And yeah, that's what that's about. Well, you can follow me on Instagram at more to be said, M-O-R. E, the number two, the letter B said, and then you could also follow the workshop. So it's underscore, underscore the workshop and workshop is W-E-R-K-S-H-O-P underscore, underscore. And then I'm just Lexis Prunty on Facebook. I don't care if y'all know my last name because it's important. Okay. Yes. And most of Harrisburg knows her anyway, because. No, <laughs> no, that's a lie. She's outgoing. Unlike me. Let me tell you I'm something. I'm more quiet. People don't know me. People don't know me. <laughs> they think they know well, me, but they don't know What if you don't know, now you know, and everybody's going to know. So, so yes. we're claiming it, speaking into existence. And we just want to leave you guys with some words of encouragement. I did find a quote. I thought it was cute. Um, It just says, know that you can start late, look different, be uncertain, and still succeed. Hey. So we just want to leave you with that. And thank you for listening to Maybe We're Broke. Yes. We dropping every week. I don't really know which day yet, but we going to have a specific day. And y'all better tune Tune in. in. Tune in. Because this is just the beginning. Beginning. Facts. Big facts. Okay. We out here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>